Hi, my name is Farron, and you're listening to Hungry for Apples podcast. Please follow me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N, and check out my website, Farron.me. Grab an apple, enjoy the show. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Welcome back to Hungry for Apples with your host, Farron. I hope you've had a great week. Today is Equinox. Now, this isn't going to be posted till at least a week after Equinox, but that doesn't matter. Equinox is um, equal day and night. It's springtime, supposed to be the beginning of spring, all of that. And yesterday was my birthday, and so I'm used to this time being a little bit odd. I, I don't know how to really explain that one. It's always been a little bit odd energetically. And being as sensitive as I am, it's something I deal with year in and year out. But now, right now, it seems as though that energy is more apparent to more people on earth, (laughs) or at least the people I'm interacting with. And I find it very interesting because it went from the general like, we spring, flowers, all that happy stuff to, wow, this is chaotic. And in general, you know, spring, albeit beautiful, is a bit chaotic, right? Um, If you take it to a really drastic area, somewhere where they have very widespread seasons, um, thinking like Mongolia or um, Siberia, something like that, the springtime is so chaotic there. There actually are a lot of fables around, you know, be careful of the spring, watch out for the chaos. That's when there's a lot of flash flooding and people just get lost. So what is my point? My point is it's interesting to go from the childhood of wee, Easter bunny, flowers, candy, springtime, to adult chaos at spring, when chaos is just kind of natural. It's kind of a natural part of being on Earth. It's like a huge part of the way we interact and the way we are on the planet. Um, Although I feel like it gets really misinterpreted, like the confusion thing, people acting confused when that isn't actual confusion, in my opinion. My it, Confusion for me is a place where there's a lot of space, uh, expansion. I've said that a million times on this podcast before. So it's interesting to me to reframe how I see it. Um, how I work with it. Because I have been known to put myself in fairly chaotic situations pretty easily. Um, Just being a photographer in crowds and things like that is one example. Festivals, another example. Um, Street party kind of things. Um, I've always not felt great like the the idea of a crowd kind of scares me and now I'm everything's different but it used to be really scary to me but if I could get like a bird's eye view of it everything was fine because I could see the way the mass was moving I just had this really interesting view of it so um, it's interesting to shift the way I work with it and see it it doesn't feel so oppressive 
Anyhow, yeah. So for today's podcast, I want to talk about confirmation and approval. Confirmation and approval. The differences between them or how we could work with them to our benefit. So one thing to think about first would be, you know, what would be approval? How how have you learned to seek out approval? If it's um, an external seeking, you know, looking for it in people all the time, this is where the problem kind of starts to arise. First of all, of course, there's good kinds of approval. I'm not saying that all approval falls in the lines of, of what I'm about to talk about. However, we can become a little bit addicted to or have the habit of relying on that sense of approval, which is outside of ourselves, which creates a, a wider and wider distance between us coming to ourself to ask for the approval. And confirmation, the idea of confirmation when involving other people is much more of, of a positive, expansive zone to be in if you know how to work with it. So if let's say you do have a habit of looking for approval in other people, now I'm talking about this because of personal experience. This is absolutely something that I've worked with. Okay. So you're looking for approval in other people and you haven't yet figured out how to find that approval within yourself. Okay, totally normal situation. You want to find that approval, right? You want to be able to give that to yourself. This is gold. Okay, how would you do that? Well, if you are able to have an actual conversation with the people that you're seeking approval from, this is one of the things that I couldn't do, you can shift the way that you speak to them. So if there's something that you're looking for approval on, perhaps ask the question in a new way. Look for something that is confirming in understanding versus their opinion um, because the opinion thing is where you start to transfer it onto yourself and that's where the mess begins. So approval when interacting with other people in a way that you need them to give you approval in order to act outside of a job space or something like that, this is something that you need to rearrange. Looking for confirmation in discussion and expansion, this, this is very different, although very related. As far as approval is concerned, when you need it from other people, it becomes a type of object. And this, if you look at, let's look at it this way. It is materialism. You are collecting these approvals like badges. This person says I can do this. This person said I can do that. That person likes me because they like the way I did a thing. These are dri driving you away from your inner sense of approval. And you want that because that's how you're going to find your right action, for example. 
Oftentimes, approval is attached to wants and desires, and wants and desires have the power to corrupt our, our effort if they're outside of your right action. And right action is, it's attached to your, your intuition, but it's also something that you can kind of seek out and cultivate without even dealing with intuitive powers or anything like that. Right action is alohama. It is self-reflected love. It is working from a space of the golden thread of consciousness outside of your basic wants and needs that don't actually apply to your conscious development. Um, I mean, as a child, we get a lot of approval, is important. And I know that these things have changed over the years and I'm not a parent, so I can't really talk about that so much. But I do know that for me personally, I couldn't really get approval from the people that I was seeking approval from, whether it be my parents or teachers or um, coaches, trainers, whatever you want to say. The reason that I could never get that approval was because I was trying to obtain it and not understand it as a part of my personal expansion. It was like a tool I was collecting. This does not help you or the person that you're collecting from. But if you enter into a conversation where you are looking for some kind of confirmation just so you can understand in a deeper sense, whatever it is you're looking for, that conversation has the ability to expand both people involved in the conversation. Approval is a give and a take. Confirmation is a discussion. It's a conversation that can be had. For me, it's, it's very helpful because I have found a very deep sense of approval within myself. And this was not an easy task. This took a really long time. And this is because I was working outside of right action. And, and I wasn't doing anything wrong either. That's the funny thing. I'm doing air quotes, right, wrong, whatever that is. Right action is different than right and wrong. I feel like this is also something that gets very confusing for some people. Right action doesn't mean that there is a wrong action. Right action just means it is connected directly to my heart and I can't do outside of that. There's a bunch of scripture on that. If I could just rattle it off, I would. Maybe I'll look it up and uh, come back around someday. What it is is when you find a deep sense of approval in yourself, then you can enter in these into these other more expansive conversations with people. And the way that I did that, the way that I accomplished that understanding so that I could push away or kind of not push away, like move away naturally, like water flowing one direction. Um, it was resting in formlessness. Basically, I came to the conclusion that formlessness supports form. By resting in what does not change, 
formlessness allows for the handling of change within the body. I'm going to repeat that. Formlessness supports form. By resting in what does not change, the formlessness of that allows for the handling of change within the body. So the body is form. Yeah? It's natural and even a bit necessary to interact and develop consciousness alongside others, even guided by them. Ultimately, it's essential that we truly trust ourselves and within that growth, expand from our need of approval and into the practice of confirmation. A type of access or question we can ask another human or spirit or source, attempting, attempting to gain some knowledge that by the dispersal of and the integration of everyone involved can expand. Formlessness supports form. So what is formlessness? Someone might say spirit, source. You can, you can go that way. Um, it could be your heart center. Although you still have a heart. It can be your inner spark, your inner light. Whatever it is that you connect to, that you know is within you, your zero point, however you want to describe it, that you can access that. And it's always there with you forever. It's the you and you that never goes anywhere. No matter what happens, that is there. That is the formless. Your form is your human body. Ultimately, taking care of the human body is going to support your expansion in your formless state. Okay. Regardless of if you th believe in reincarnation or not, right now in your human body, the more you pay attention to it, the more you care for it, the more you watch your reactive tendencies, the more healthy you will feel. The possibility for clear thought is wide and open. When you don't take care of the body, this is when shutdown comes. And then everything starts over again. Not a bad thing, it's just part of the work. So when you start to rest in the formlessness, trusting your heart, following your intuition, you'll find that with some practice and attention, you really can't go another direction. Sure, things will knock you off or they will try. The thing is, is that no matter what happens, that bit inside of you doesn't go anywhere. I've had a lot of stuff happen in my life and I can tell you with firm confirmation, it's not going anywhere. It sounds so serious, but it's so joyful. This is supposed to be a confirmation of humanity. But somehow people end up fighting and crying over it. There's a fear thing there. I totally understand that too. It's like fear of success or fear of love, things like that. 
the reason those things come up is because there's no inner approval and the confirmation is really low within and without, with, within yourself and with the outside world, however you want to look at it. But I can say from personal experience, you can absolutely turn that around. Start by doing a journal thing. I know everyone's like, if anybody's listening to this, get a piece of paper, write this down. Start journaling every day for just a few minutes. You don't have to do a whole writing, 20 minutes, just a few minutes. Write down two sentences of approval of yourself of something that you did that day not a list a sentence i did this it was hard i still completed it whatever it was and then you approve it in some way i don't care how you do it you can get gold stars you can get a red pen and draw hearts around it whatever makes you feel good that looks like approval to you create that for yourself if you do try that, please email me. Hungry for Apples Podcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions or anything, use that same email. If you have something that you want me to cover going forward, again, use that same email. If there's one thing that you take away from this besides the journal thing, if you if you journal, it is that your inner spirit is the formlessness that I'm talking about. The love you have for yourself or the capacity for you to grow that, that is also formlessness. Take that with you, love it, and know that the more you appreciate that, the more that you will appreciate your form and be able to take care of yourself, which again will add to your personal confirmation, your interactions, and your approval. This is very important. We all want to love ourselves, albeit not that easy sometimes. I get it. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye now. All right, that's our show for this week. Thanks for listening all the way through. If you enjoyed the podcast, please consider a small donation over at patreon.com backslash Farron. And feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N. Or if you have any questions, check out my website, Farron.me. You can contact me there. You can see my class schedule and upcoming events. Again, you've been listening to Hungry for Apples with your host, Farron. I'm just feeling it out. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye.